Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Wilson. We got two Wilsons, most of the time, talking about everything and nothing, twice a week. Um, I am your nuptial host, Jay Wilson, and here in the studio tonight, because we're recording in the evening, I have my lovely girlfriend, Kelly. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, but yeah, so Kelly and I have been going to a lot of weddings this wedding season, Went to three weddings in the past four weekends, and then another wedding at the beginning of the summer, and then we have another one in October. We went to one last fall. I think we had four weddings in five weeks. Yeah, it was nuts. But anyhow, so we thought we would do a little bracket, since we do brackets on this podcast now, to determine the best elements of a wedding. And... There were some heated debates, some interesting calls, but to get all of that scoop, you're going to have to listen. So please enjoy. Alrighty, Kelly, let's get down to business. But I guess before proper business, do you have anything you want to say to the folks out there at home? Hmm, not particularly. Yeah? Yeah. What have you, people haven't talked to you since you were in France. Yeah, lots happened. Came back, started a... Full-time job. How's that going? Um, I mean, it's the start of the rest of my life, I suppose. It's fine. You know, adulting. Yeah, but full-time job, and then in between working, we've gone to a lot of weddings. Yeah. Great segue into our subject for today. So, without further ado, let's just get down to it, I guess. So, starting off the bracket... Oh, we are we telling them that we're doing a wedding bracket? Yeah, we already did. Okay. So, the number one seed, open bar, versus the number sixteen seed, tosses. So this is like the garter to- or garter girder. I don't know. Choosy moms choose Gerber. Yeah, that toss versus the bouquet toss. Well, I guess including yeah. those two against open bar. I feel like. I don't think there's any argument. Yeah, I feel like this is a sweep. One seed destroys both of those. Everybody hates tosses. Yeah, which honestly, all of the weddings we've been to, I don't think they've done it. I think at Mike and Morgan's, they might have done a bouquet toss. Yeah, this one's being phased out. Yeah, because I remember because you went up for the bouquet toss and had a horrendous showing. Well. You just stood to the side. Well, I was a side character for that wedding. I don't know. Anyhow, I think, okay, if they were tossing something that wasn't, like, essentially underwear to the guys, I would get in the mix. Yeah, But it just feels so gross. Yeah, that toss is a little awkward, because it's like, oh, let's watch the newlyweds, like, sit there in front of all their closest friends and family as one goes under the dress of the other to pull off the little band of lace and then throw Uh. it to the crowd of all the... Other men. Yeah, I mean, who even does that anymore? Some people still do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't think any of the weddings we went to this year have done it. I know of one. That did it? Yeah. This year? Well, I guess last year. Oh. Did Brian and Cindy do it? Is that why you're looking at me? No, Scott did it. Oh. Okay, Scott did <laughs> it. But to be fair, they tossed it to 
Three like small two, children. Yeah, it was like... Two small children. It was... Because uh, no, no guy in his right mind would get up for that taunt. Well, and especially when, like, everyone else was being hesitant. You don't want to be the one person to be like, all right, I'll We stand next up. to these, like, toddlers. Yeah, so it was, like, the bride's nephews, I think, yeah. were the ones that were up there, which... You were, like, urging me to get in on the toss, and it's like, I am the I was, sister of the groom's boyfriend. I was trying... Trying to snag this from... My girlfriend's brother. Well, okay, because I felt like it was awkward when it was like the DJ trying to get everyone to come up there. No one's going. Someone had to be the first, and so I was trying to break the awkwardness by sending yeah. in you. A sacrificial lamp. No, we found the the barrier for awkward situations. I'll put myself in. But moving on. Yes. So open bar wins with flying colors. Yeah. Um. Next up, eight seed speeches versus nine seed flower. Girl slash ring bear. For me, I think the ring bear slash flower girl is a hit or miss. I think most people choose small children, and small children are hard to predict. Small children shouldn't be in weddings. I'll say it. Um, but are we going to reel in, like, flower men? That's the one redeeming like quality. men? Yeah, it's the one redeeming quality about this category for me is like some people will do more fun options with adults who make it goofy or fun, mm. and that is a good time. However, I don't think that is common practice yeah. yet. I th- and, and even then, that's like Flower Girl and Ring Bear at their best, but speeches at their best I think are still better. Yeah. But speeches at their worst are pretty painful. Yeah. Because then I get secondhand embarrassment. Because, like, if both of these are at their worst, Flower Girl or Ring Bear, it's like everyone expects it to kind of go awry, and, like, it's not that yeah. long. I mean, well, it's not that long, except for then these small children are sitting up at the front of whatever <sighs> ceremony. Get them out of there, man. a ton of noise, distracting everyone. It's like, I don't know if it's, like, catty to be like, oh, don't bring your kids to our wedding, but, like, I don't think kids should be at weddings. Then I... they gotta get, like, a sitter, I guess. Yeah, I think... In a perfect world, I would have been the oldest and gotten married first before everyone had kids, so then I didn't have to deal with this. Because, yeah, for my oldest sibling... I don't think I have I any qualms had... about being like, hey, just no kids. I don't mean... bring them. If they can't... If you can't tell them to cry and they can... Li- if you can't tell them not to cry and they listen, then they're too young for a wedding. So what, you're barring everyone, like, under seven? Or, you know what, how about this? I don't think, no kids at the wedding, because, like, that getting a sitter would be rough. But it's like, hey, if you don't want to go through the hassle of, like, getting a sitter, don't sit in the ceremony. Or maybe I'll have, like, clear a plexiglass shield (laughs) barrier around my ceremony. And then everyone who wants to stay with their kids will stay outside of the soundproof plexiglass. So you want a cry room? Yes, I want a cry room. I think it's just, yeah, you know, if, if, if you're you a guest have... with kids, you whisk them out of there. I think that's what you do. But then you don't want to stand up during the ceremony either, I guess. Yeah, I I would maybe be on board for, like, asking children to not be at the ceremony, but then opening the door for reception and party time. Yeah. Um, especially if it's a longer service, like a Catholic wedding sometimes can run kind of long. But on the flip side, Catholic churches hit or miss on whether or not they have a cry room. So. But, okay, so how about, okay, how about this? <laughs> no no kids at the ceremony, but you extend them an invitation for a child caregiver to the reception. 
so that like, but not the ceremony. So then they can have some sacrificial lamb back at home taking care of the kids during the ceremony if they want to take advantage of that system. I so you're basically giving people an opportunity to bring their own babysitter. Yeah. I think then your wedding gets kind of big. Like the reception's the most expensive. That's just part. A, that's just the amount of kids. Um. Anyways, speeches wins. I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Speeches win. Okay. You can't pay for everyone to have a babysitter. You don't pay wedding. for them to have a babysitter. You're paying per plate. But like, okay, if it was like my dad going to a wedding of like a friend of mine, it's like he might come to the reception but not the ceremony and stay back and watch the kid. Like, I don't know. It was just that was just. This an idea. is a case by case. Okay, number five seed cocktail hour versus twelve seed cake. Okay, so is this cake cutting or is this cake eating? Yes. All the above. Okay, well... Cake cutting sucks. Yeah, cake cutting... It doesn't suck, it's just nothing it, special. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... The couples think it's special. I don't think... They even think it's special. Who cuts a cake and they're just like, Oh my gosh, we cut this cake. <laughs> like, in the con- in the context of a wedding day, it's like, I Wow, we cut a cake. It's like one of the things that everyone does it at a wedding, so you kind of have to do it. But also, like, people have fun with it. Sometimes people, like, push cake in their spouse's face, or... You say people sometimes people have fun with it, knowing full well you would be furious. Hey, if I have to get my makeup professionally done for a day, yeah, no, this is the opportunity for the bride to have fun pushing cake in the groom's face. Okay, so you just gotta say that next time, I guess. But cocktail hour... I, okay, okay, we need to evaluate, like, are we are we evaluating this as, like, a wedding, like, guest experience or just a wedding concept or just, like, amount of joy produced? Because, like, cocktail hour, that's when, like, everybody loosens their ties and is like, now I'm having fun at this wedding, um, you know? Because, like, it, emotional connection to the ceremony, like that's, like, what this, you're riding out there. I feel like this bracket should be as a guest you're going. But everybody loves a cocktail hour. I... Mm, it kind of depends how long of the cocktail hour, how many various cocktails, or not cocktails, but you know, like the hors d'oeuvres. Because yeah. sometimes when there's like a pause in between a ceremony and a wedding, sometimes it's like too long. We had like four consecutive cocktail hours between the <laughs> ceremony and reception of Kyle's wedding. Yeah. Which, which we had a great time. We had a great time because we were there with a large amount of people yeah. who were all friends. But if... Like, you and I were just to go to someone else's wedding that we didn't necessarily have a big group. That yeah. would have been a lot of time to kill. Yeah, but I think cocktail hour, you get hors d'oeuvres. You get drinks. If there's no drinks, then that's frustrating. But I think cocktail hour has to be cake, because cake's done. I mean, dessert at weddings is fun, but fine. I'm always too full by the time we get to dessert. Well, I'm like, I've been slinging drinks, and I've been eating dinner. You're mismanaging your intake. I don't think I'm a huge dessert guy, or at least... Like, Kyle's wedding had the Grater's ice cream, and it was so good. I, you know, Kyle and Sarah, they're onto something. Yeah. I liked the Grater's ice cream over cake. Yeah. Everyone is like, oh, cake. I'm neutral about this. Unless it's really bad cake, everyone's going to be like, oh, the cake's good. No, I'd do an ice cream scooping. I would have, yeah, I think I would have just eaten ice cream. I like ice cream. Well. Because you're hot. I don't want to eat, like, a slice of cake. It's like... Eating okay, a well, blanket. Okay, I think Kyle's <laughs> wedding was unusually hot. <laughs> Considering there were people sweating through their pants. You can just say Grant if you want. <laughs> no, but uh, but are you comfortable saying cocktail hour wins? Fine, we'll do cocktail hour. 
If you really want cake to win, give me one good argument for it being better than Cocktower. It's like a really good cake. There's no cake that would beat hors d'oeuvres. Like, I, okay, just even if you just made it hors d'oeuvres, I would take hors d'oeuvres over cake 100% of the time. Okay, fine. Fine. Okay. Next, four seed food versus 13 seed send-off. Food. Yeah, send-offs are dumb. I don't <laughs> think that they're dumb, but I think food is just, like, so much more important. I don't know. It's like, I guess... I think the send-off... Like, the send-off is just for the wedding video. It's for the wedding video, wedding pictures, which... Are... You know, I'm going to say it. If I'm paying a bunch of money for a wedding, I want to get whatever photo and videography experience that I want. But you're because... paying extra to have your photo and photographer and videographer stay till the very end of the wedding. I mean, that's what Hope and Mike did by doing their, like, fake send-off earlier yeah. so that they could let the photographer go. Um, Scott and Gabby... Like, the fake send-off is, like, more practical and more silly at the same time. I, I don't know. know how I, I kind of liked it, because it was like, oh, we get to do the pictures, they get to have fun, but then we all come back inside and, like, continue dancing. Scott and Gabby, I think, let their photographer go and then had Brent with his really nice camera take photos, because, again, like, yes, mm. you're doing it for the photos, and is it worth however much the photographer's going to charge? Yeah. They also did a bubble send-off, and it was dark, so... Yeah, bold move. I think the venue is going to charge them extra for, like, fire, because it was downtown Knoxville, and they would have needed, like, a fire marshal or mm. something. So they, they went bubbles. Yeah. But, anyhow. So, moving on. We got... We got three-seed ceremony versus 14-seed favors. Man, I think ceremony's punching out of its waist class. What do you mean? Like, is the ceremony that fun? Well, okay. <laughs> I guess fun is not necessarily the purpose of a wedding. Yeah, but like, it's not the purpose. And then also, like, the favor most often is something that's, like, chocolate or something you can eat. I haven't been to a wedding in a while, but they used to do, like, match booklets. You haven't been to a wedding in a while? I meant <laughs> a wedding that they did this, where it was oh. the match booklets. Because those were popular for quite some time. I know, I think it's my grandparents have, like, a whole bin of these old match booklets from various people's weddings and then funerals. Like, is it like a game where once you get both, you like get the full set? Well, I don't know <laughs> if they really made full circle collected on both. It's uh, like, we got them. It just was like a, we outlasted them. Yeah. It just was favor. And then you things. burn the matches. Yeah. To represent the flames of their life. Yeah. I think favors when they are something useful or something that can be eaten, mm -hmm. they're fine. Otherwise, not really interested. Mm -hmm. But the ceremony is like a big piece of, I feel like sometimes what makes the wedding like feel like a wedding. Otherwise, it just feels like a party. Yeah, it's good. wedding ceremony is pretty, it's pretty crucial iconic, to the wedding, yeah. I suppose. Um, all right, moving on. Six seed dances, parent dances versus 11 seed oldest couple dance. You know, Kelly, I'm not going to nitpick, but the amount of double spaces between words on this one is a... It's above average. Anyhow. <laughs> wow, I blame your keyboard cover. Okay, anyways. Also, the lights coming through on your keyboard with the skin on the top of it, they don't quite line up with the letters, and they look like the letters are just blurry. It's fine. It's... You have corrective lenses. How can you not, like, just kind of figure it out? <laughs> what? How did, what? Well, you're used to things being blurry sometimes. You just gotta, like, squint. 
discern, assume. <laughs> wow, on behalf of everyone who is visually challenged, <laughs> I'm insulted. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. I feel like oldest couple dance. Really? Right. Well, I don't know. I think the parent, parent dances are emotional, but like so often they're awkward. Why are they awkward? I feel like they're like, really nice. You can tell when like a parent and a child like aren't used to being physically intimate. Not that way. Like I, they're not I was used to like, say, being I was physically. Like, this, is a, this is a dance. They're not used to like being like touching each other physically. Like you can tell when it's just like, oh, this isn't a hugging family. Okay, like, I don't think that happens all that often. And also, I think that it's really sweet to see. And it's no, I say this as a man who gets misty to teary at almost every like mother son dance. But I don't know. I just like they're they're so often not what I want out of that. You know. I disagree because even if it's like they're very uncomfortable, it still is a representation of the relationship between that mother-son or father-daughter. I'm not arguing philosophy here. I'm I, arguing what is, well, ends up I being enjoy, better at a wedding. Yeah, and, and I, I think, enjoy parent... If they didn't do a parent dance, I would notice and there'd be a gap in the wedding. If they didn't okay. do a couple's dance, I wouldn't notice. But let me make this argument, though. How often do you see them do the oldest married couple dance and at the end you're just like, that was dumb. It's like, no, it's always, you're guaranteed to when end you... up with a sweet little old couple on the dance floor and everyone's applauding how long they've been married. It never disappoints. Um, when have you ever, at the end of the parent dance, been like, that was dumb? I have, I don't say, that's dumb, but I'll say like... Well, that was the argument you just made. No, I don't, okay. I'm saying that the oldest couple dance always delivers versus the parent dance, like, sometimes you might just be like, oh, that was a little awkward, or like, oh, that was a weird song to pick, or like... Oh, they I, weren't really like comfortable dancing with each other. They neither of them were very good at dancing. I think <laughs> you're talking about the three percent. That way more than three percent. All of the weddings that we've been to, and we've been to a lot now, yeah. seven this year or six this year. I don't know. Regardless, none of them have been duds. All of the weddings I've been to previously, none of them have been duds. Well, Several... I mean, I didn't want to talk about these ones, or the ones we went to specifically, because we're kind of shitting on some of the wedding elements, but like. <laughs> I I don't know. I think I think that the oldest couple dance is an upset here. I I just can't agree. The parent dances aren't always that good. <laughs> no. Yes. It's like, oh, they, they taught them to walk first and now they're watching them walk away into the next chapter of their life. Every time it's emotional. It's not emotional every time. It's as emotional as you make it. And I think it's emotional. I think it's emotion it's as emotional as they make it. It's a it's a it's a much like any dance, there's two parties. It's the audience and the dancers. Yeah, okay, you were And I think that sometimes the people dancing up there, it's not like it's the, the moment doesn't deliver. Okay, well, I'll tell you about the best father-daughter dance that I've seen so far. And it was Brent and Emily's wedding. Emily and her dad had, like, a choreographed dance. It wasn't like a slow dance. It was to Megan Trainer's Dance Like Your Daddy which is like a very like upbeat pop song and it was a very fun dance. Like it wasn't emotional at all. It just was like fun, goofy, and they had a good time with it. And it was a lot of fun to watch. Objection, and everyone, anecdotal evidence. 
Anecdotal evidence. <laughs> this is an anecdotal bracket. <laughs> I, I think we need to flip a coin. I'm not backing down on this one. I'm not backing down either. I don't have a coin. Well, I'll just Google coin flip. All right. Heads, parent dance, tails, oldest couple dance. This is I think this is garbage. Tails. That. Flip it again. No. Look, they even have a button that says flip again. No. <laughs> I think parent dances just got absolutely robbed. <laughs> okay. Now, seven, couple dance. Ten, party and <laughs> Couple dance. Okay, I guess we should clarify oldest couple being everyone's involved. Couples, yeah. it's just the, the newlyweds. Yeah. Okay, so newlywed dancing versus party entrance. Well, I don't know, Mr. Dance Person. <laughs> How are you going to crap on this one? Well, I guess I'll crap on this one by saying oftentimes the couple, you can tell they're not really... That big of dancers. <laughs> so there's just everybody stops and they're watching this dance happen. And it's like if, it's, if the dance isn't good, then you're just kind of sitting there and being like, all right, well, we're sitting here waiting. Okay, but then party entrance. It's like it gets everybody involved. You got the whole party coming out. Everybody, usually everybody at least knows somebody in the wedding party. They're, yeah. Not and they're having always. a blast. Okay. Well, not always, but like, then you're, people, get, you're getting okay. more people involved. It's a fun, like, and the energy's up. But, well, the father-daughter dance that Emily did was fun and upbeat and got people excited. Let's but... base all of this around the father-daughter dance from Emily and Brent's wedding. Fine. Regardless. Party entrance, you can make the same case that, like, some people are not as outgoing... You make it into the bridal party by how close you are to the bride and the groom, not based on how fun and outgoing you are. That's a good point that the entrances can be duds sometimes, too. Yeah, so the party entrance is like, oh, if you got one couple that has two people who are more outgoing and they do a lot of fun, and the couple right after them is made of two friends from high school who, like, don't know many people at the wedding, they feel a little bit uncomfortable. I think where I get with it is that the the first dance we should I don't know why we said couple dance it should be the, just the first dance um, you typed it okay um, anyways uh, first dance anytime that you like stop the whole wedding and everyone's sitting down and watching something happen it's a big it's a big swing it's a big risk it's not when it's a wedding and almost every wedding in history I'm not has saying had... it's I'm not saying it's a big risk in terms of like everyone might hate it and walk out I'm saying like it's like you're you're lofting up, like, the momentum or, like, morale of the evening. And it's, like, to a certain extent. Like, it's, like, either this could, like, add or it could not add in a big way. Well, a lot of these kinds of things, I think if it's done well, it's usually not everyone staring doing absolutely nothing. Sometimes it's, like, oh, everyone has now gotten dessert or we're starting. Like, Like, regardless, anytime you stop the evening. I don't feel like you're stopping it. You're I, you're certainly stopping it. Everyone's okay. like, everyone wedding, watch them do a dance. The wedding is all about the couple, and that's a thing for them to do. It's more for the couple than the guests. That's true. But we're evaluating couple, weddings as guests, aren't we? Boom, roasted. <laughs> show you roasted. <laughs> like, so with that in mind, what do you think? Also, wait a minute. Yeah, retroactively... If we're evaluating this as a guest, oldest couple dance is way more fun for all the guests. No, because you get to, like, I enjoy, as someone who is not married and can't participate in the oldest couple dance, (laughs) I have so much more fun watching the 
parent dances because it's like, oh. Okay. Eyes I, on the prize. Seven I, versus my ten eyes seven. are on the prize. I want oldest couple dance to go down. The first dance versus party entrance. Just do the party entrance. At this point, who cares? Well, we need some upsets in there, Kel. So, oh my goodness, the first dance goes down. Um, all right. Lastly, in the first round, number two seed music slash dancing versus 15 seed photo op. Well, should I play Jay's devil advocate here and be like, the photo op so you can remember it forever? You know, it does have a time valuation of memories, I suppose, but I think we both know that music and dancing wins. Well, I'm not a big dancer, but fine. You know, you are a big dancer, so from your perspective, is, is dancing not fun at weddings? I, I wouldn't say that I don't like dancing at weddings, because eventually you can kind of get into it, especially if there's some alcohol to help you loosen up. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a big dancer. You're a prancer? No, You're I'm more of a vixen. comet. <laughs> yeah. Um, righty. Well, moving on to the second round, we have one seed open bar versus eight seed speeches. Your thoughts? Not to be the alcoholic in the room, but open bar. Yeah, no, it's got to win. It's like the lifeblood of a wedding a lot of the time, I feel like. Um, at some point, we're going to have to discuss open bar in more depth. Um, all right. Next matchup, five-seed cocktail hour versus four-seed food. I think food. Mmm. I think the cocktail hour itself feels... It's really just an extension of the reception with yeah, hors d'oeuvres. It, it feels more like a opportunity to burn time while the couple and the bridal party take pictures. And it's a lot of people just kind of standing around waiting for things to mm. get started. Whereas, like, the food, if it's really good food, people are going to, like, talk about it maybe for the rest of the evening. If it's really bad food, they'll also talk about it yeah. in a bad way. Mediocre food just kind of, like, goes Fuels you. unnoticed. Yeah. How? Yeah. Okay. But, counterpoint, how often at weddings do you feel like the hors d'oeuvres upstage the meal? Um, Not in terms of, like, content or, like, filling you up, but, like, in terms of, like, sheer enjoyment of a bite. Like, hors d'oeuvres... People can put so much focus into an hors d'oeuvre. They can, but I feel like some of the standard hors d'oeuvres that you see, they're overdone. They're done at all of them. I'm not a huge fan. Meatballs, shrimp. for some reason, are a common hors d'oeuvre. And, you know, I'm not a fan of meatballs. Well, yeah, but you can't hold one meatball against all hors d'oeuvres. Well, I'm just saying, like, That's hors d'oeuvres are kind of if hit or miss. If it's not for you, then, yeah, you might get something that you don't like. Or, like, well, you're not a shellfish person. Yeah, there's, like, three options, maybe four. I had some of the best dip of my life at other Kyle's wedding. Your Kyle. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that was these, pretty like, good. fried pita chips. Anyways. Um, well, it sounds pretty anecdotal. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, I'm a big, I'm I think a big outright hors d'oeuvre guy. food wins. Like, do you know how many times we have heard in the last year and a half, or maybe just, no, just a year, that Brian and Sydney had amazing food? Yeah. It's like, people are still talking about it. But that's one wedding that had amazing food. How many weddings is it just like nobody ever mentions the food ever again? Are you going to mention the cocktail hour ever again? I don't know if I'll ever mention it again, but it like, it bears the brunt of so much. Like, you come from the ceremony, you might be a little like, wearied of, at, by the day already, and then you get like, that first cocktail and some more d'oeuvres and you're talking to everybody for the first time because you didn't get to talk to them at the ceremony. I will say that or when mingling. I go to a cocktail hour, I'm usually starving so that it's like, oh, it's good. like a t Yeah, it's, a, it's good timing to get yeah. a good bite of food. And also, if you're like at a wedding where you like know a lot of people, it's like a very exciting time in the wedding. 
It's like everything. It's like the morning of a wedding. Like it's like all the possibilities are ahead of you. I love cocktail hours. Is what I'm saying. Okay, but let's let's break down the cocktail hour because I feel like where the cocktail hour is weak is it kind of depends on two other seeds. Like the cocktail hour stands on the legs of alcohol and hors d'oeuvres, i.e., food. So I think. I have food, I guess. If you're at a wedding, does food include the hors d'oeuvres? I feel like it kind of does. And also, if a cocktail hour exists and then there's no open bar, does cocktail hour get to take credit just for like that period of time in which like that everything's like it? It gets cocktail hour gets to take credit for the vibe that is cultivated during cocktail hour. Yes, but that vibe relies heavily on food and drink. Therefore, if your food stinks, your cocktail hour feels dumb. If you don't have drinks, your cocktail hour feels dumb. Yeah, I guess, okay, does the cocktail hour assume that there's hors d'oeuvres and drinks? It's a big assumption. Well, if there's not food and drinks, then it's not a cocktail hour. It's just I a, mean, it, it's just an hour. <laughs> well, we've been to a dry wedding, and they kind of had a cocktail hour in the essence where it was like, there's lemonade and tea, and then there was the, the time gap. Yeah, and if we're assessing that wedding, it's like the food outpaced the cocktail hour because the cocktail hour didn't really happen. Yes. So, I think food wins. Hmm. All right. All right. Number three seed ceremony versus 11 seed oldest couple dance. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Couch just shifted. <laughs> um, I think... You know, you never... It's like, it's like, would you rather have, like... A grilled cheese, or like, ha- okay, it's like this, Kelly. Here's what it's like. It's like if your roommate is just like, hey, like a random middle of the road cook roommate is like, hey, do you want a grilled cheese, or do you want, um, like, a five layer, traditional like, West African souffle, and you're just like. I feel like they have a better shot at making a grilled cheese. <laughs> I you know? don't quite know what you're trying to say. Like, but with the with the oldest <laughs> couple dance, you're guaranteed like a little bit of good. Ceremony is like it could be good or bad. I think if you go to a wedding and you don't go to the ceremony, you're missing out on like. The I'm not whole saying you're not reason. going. I'm just saying I'm evaluating wedding elements versus each other. As a guest. And as a guest, if I show up to a wedding and there is no ceremony or the ceremony's like It'd be kind of wild. <laughs> it'd be wild. It would be like, why are we even here? I got dressed up for this. What's happening? Some people don't do a ceremony, though. Who? They're... Like Hannah's wedding. They had like a very... Like they had just like the groom's children and I forget like a few guests and like maybe like two guests of the bride and... um. Maybe it was just the groom's kids. It was just. You're, it might have just been just the groom's kids and the, okay, and the photographer. But some people also don't do a ceremony at all. They just have a reception. Okay. Also, anecdotal evidence. First of all. Second. It's, I don't it's know. It's happening more often than. I don't know who Hannah is. You said Hannah. I thought Hannah and Bronson, and I was like, they had a ceremony. No, this is uh, Sydney's good friend Hannah. Okay. Okay. Well, I. Wasn't some at some that people don't do I ceremonies. Think, okay. Not many people don't do ceremonies. Again, I think it's one of those things that if there's not a ceremony, as a guest, I'd be like, huh, something's missing. Whereas oldest couple dance is going to go unnoticed yet again. If they just told me that they got married, I'd believe them. And I'd go to the reception and I'd have a great time. I like going (laughs) to the ceremony. That's how you get to like... What? 
yes, that's how you see, like, what makes the couple Well, like, when it's special. people you really care about, you obviously want to go to the ceremony. But, if, like, if you're just an extra at a wedding, like, imagine if you're the guest at my second cousin's wedding. You could skip that ceremony. <laughs> yeah, but I could also skip that couple's dance. Because no, the couple's dance always has meaning because you're just Jay, like, oh, they were married for 55 years. Let go of the couple's dance. <laughs> they get two minutes of fame at a wedding that has revolved around the couple centered with their ceremony. I'm just saying it, it never misses. <laughs> it never misses? Really? It never misses. Ah, fine. We can go with the seeds. With the seeds... I'm sorry, the ceremony just... <laughs> Fine, the ceremony wins the wedding bracket, I guess. <laughs> no, it's, it makes sense. Okay, ten seed party entrance versus two seed music and dancing. I mean, I feel bad for having seeds one, two, three, and four in the final four, but you know... But you know, they played the whole season out for a reason. Yeah, I um, think music and dancing. Okay, open bar versus food. One seed versus four seed. Okay, so this, I think, is where it gets kind of interesting... Because open bar is important sometimes is for... Is important? Huh? <laughs> okay. Um, it's important sometimes to get people in the mood for dancing. As someone who's not a big dancer, I like an open bar. I think open... Okay. Open bar with everything. So like all the different hard liquors and drinks... Is not so much... It's pretty fun when that happens. It's fun, but it's not important as long as there's like, oh, beer and wine is fine. And maybe like, it's fun when they do a signature cocktail for... Wait, so you're saying an open bar is them having everything? Open bar would be, I don't have to pay for it, but like an open bar can be multiple levels. There's like level one, beer and wine. Level two, beer and wine plus cocktails. Here's where I'm coming from. Open bar versus food. If one of them... Okay, so I guess bad version of open bar is like cash bar or like... No alcohol. Bad version of food is just like bad food that you don't like. Or like imagine you're a vegetarian and they only have beans and macaron. Um, <laughs> then I feel like open bar, like if there's no alcohol or paid alcohol, which I've never been to a wedding with a cash bar. They either just don't have it or they have a open bar. I think that's more of like a energy suck from a wedding than having not great food. I think... Because also, again, not everyone drinks. Yeah. So as a guest, if I don't drink and I show up and they don't have an open bar, I don't care. If I show up and the food is bad, I care. Yeah, we can't sit here and judge well, us on edge cases. But, like, everybody is going to care whether or not food is good or bad, and not everyone is necessarily going to care about yeah, an open bar. Yeah, but I think if you, if you can assign, like, amount of caring to each person, I think the aggregate amount of caring is higher for bar than... Food. People can bring a flask. <laughs> people can bring a it's flask. Like I'll are, believe that when you bring a flask. People are gonna be hungry, and I think. I mean, like, food is important because, like, people need to eat. But I'm not saying like. I think this isn't which food, one is more important for survival of an evening. <laughs> no, I think food out outplays open bar here. No way in the hell. I I think it does. No, that's ridiculous. That's okay, Kelly. I think it, first off, sounds bad to be reliant on alcohol to make you have fun in any no, capacity. It's not, I don't rely on alcohol to make me have fun. I rely on alcohol to make a large group of people all have fun at the same time who don't know each other that well and are being asked to dance when a lot of people don't dance that often. 
I think alcohol wins. Open bar. Seems like I don't really... I'm arguing with a brick wall, so it's fine. Fine. <laughs> Open bar. Fine. You're, just, you're like arguing like how necessary food is to humans. And like, I that's, <laughs> think when food is really good at a wedding, it's something... It's a big deal. It's a big deal, yeah. Whereas like... I don't know. Which, okay. If Brian and Sydney didn't have alcohol at their wedding, the sentence would be, their food is great. They didn't have alcohol, though. That was weird. How weird would it be if it was... They didn't have food, though. Well, we're not saying and, they didn't okay. have food. It was and just that they food, have not good food. And there's so much involved in the food as far as like, oh, there's hors d'oeuvres that can make or break a cocktail hour. There's the food that makes or breaks the dinner. There's the desserts. And then sometime in the evening when everyone's getting peckish again... And the alcohol makes or breaks the reception, Kelly. <laughs> fine, you alcoholic. Put it. You just wanted to argue well enough to look good. <laughs> So you weren't being an alcoholic. False. Um, okay. Three seed ceremony versus two seed music slash dancing. Okay, Kelly. So I feel like we're going to butt heads on this <laughs> one. <laughs> I, I think... I've proven to not be a big ceremony guy, quote unquote. I... <laughs> you know, I as far I, as weddings go. <laughs> I think the music is really important as far as making sure people, like, have fun at the reception. Yeah. And the reception typically lasts longer than the ceremony. So I'd be okay with music and dancing, but I would like to point out that I never like dancing. So it's just whether or not I'm forced to awkwardly dance to good music or to bad music. Regardless, dancing is never a plus for me. Okay. Well, so now, I feel like those two should be broken up in my personal bracket. Just evaluate the music, I guess. Um, but anyhow, it comes down to the one seed versus the two seed. Yeah. The matchup nobody saw coming. Open bar versus music slash dancing. And I think music slash dancing wins. Imagine if you went to a wedding and there was no music. Versus if you went and there was no alcohol. Yeah. Like, you can still make fun without alcohol. You can't really do that without music. Then you just have a lot of awkward small talk and just Chewing. unpleasantness. Yes. Yeah. I think music and dancing. Yeah, you know what? I think, I think that's the winner here. So there you have it, folks. Music and dancing. The most important thing for a wedding. But... Thank you for tuning in. All you need to do is put on big booty mooks. Yeah. Nailed that's it. Honestly, I would be very <laughs> interested to see how that would go at a wedding. Um, but thank you for tuning in. If you have disputes about any of our picks, feel free to email in. Oh, I guess I should check the email right quick. Um, but if you don't feel like emailing, you can message us at the Instagram account on Instagram at weeklywilsonpod. The email address is weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. Um, but I don't think we have any emails. Yep. Inbox is clear. So get after it, Willies. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Kelly, any parting words for the guests? Not the guests. The listeners? Um, not really. No. There you have it, folks. Well, until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, my name's Jay Wilson. Her name is Kelly. And this has been the Weekly Wilson. I am not an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's exactly what an alcoholic would say, Kelly. <laughs>